to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And we have got a powerhouse lineup for you all today. I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with my sidekick. You got to either help me out on this one. Every time we try this, either you do it or you're going to wait for me to do it. I love the spontaneity of life. I know, but can we have more of a... You want me to be like more that. planned? No, I don't mind. It's totally out of my out of character. It is. You know, I'm actually I'm actually doing it quite well these days, and especially working with my guest for today, <laughs> Gary Bros. Well, I'm Mr. B, by the way. You are Mr. B. Right. Well, we've got another B or Mr. G. It depends on how we look <laughs> the at GB. it. GB. Absolutely. Uh, Gary Bros is joining me here today. He. Um, Many of you know the show we did uh, a week or so ago with Gary, and you also heard the soundbite from that show, which we not only circulated and put on our website, but we circulated it in our newsletter and through our network. And apparently it's taking on a life of its own as one of the most powerful affirmations of what it means to be a small business slash entrepreneur and what kinds of things things one needs to have in order to be successful. Uh, Gary is joining me here today, and he is someone that has planted himself, his family, and his life in the greater Seattle area, and has uh, launched several successful businesses. And from that journey, he has learned what is important in the realm of success and what things we could pretty much do without. And so in the series that we're creating, we're looking at how each and every one of us can take a look at what's important in terms of excellence in our lives and in our workplace and be the best at work and receive the rewards we deserve. And so the conversations we're having with Gary have two sides to them. One it is like a total wake-up call for any of us that are entrepreneurs, small business owners that work with uh, other people or have employees. And the flip side of that is as an employee, what is it that you might want to ask about if you're definitely looking at a compensation or bonus program that doesn't work? The conversations with Gary are really more than that. He is known as the small business, small biz Sherpa, and you'll hear about that. And today we're going to start to break down the system that he has developed and I know that you're going to be uplifted and totally jazzed because you're going to be thinking he's talking about your boss. So Gary, welcome to the Dr. Pat show. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Ready Did, to talk some biz? Uh, ready to talk some biz. Did you ever think that soundbite would go would go <laughs> where it's going? No, I did not. It, you know, I my understanding is the latest I heard about that soundbite and where it is, it has reached a securities company. They do security and, and guards for large corporations, though. So they're the security workforce mm -hmm. for large. The latest I heard, it reached the CEO of that company as of two days. Days ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so it's been, it, it, what a great way to launch this conversation. 
Uh, yeah, it was fun last time we talked. It's going to be fun this time. Let's give everyone a little background of what we're talking about. A little overview for those that may have missed the first shot out of the gate. Okay. Um, we're basically talking about compensation structures that are heavily based on bonuses or incentive programs. And there's lots of different ways to do that. And as I talked about in the last show, there's lots of ways to do it wrong, too. And I've already done most of those. And uh, that's helped me figure out what uh, what makes it work right. So, you know, part of this is, is if I reflect back to what you talked about in the first, in the first show, part of it is knowing that if you try something and it doesn't work, doesn't mean the game's over. Absolutely. You have to be able to just be honest with the employees and just say, you know, we're going to do this or think it's going to work. Uh, if it doesn't, we're going to tweak it or we're going to change it and we're just going to keep working on it until it does work. So, you know, let's take a look at why have a bonus program. I mean, why bother? Why is this important? I think, you know, particularly right now with the uh, economy not being as strong as we'd all like it to be, we have to look at ways to uh, make our bucks go further, to reward the right people. Uh, to encourage the proper behavior at work. And if you structure your compensation so that a higher percentage of the total pay is based on performance through an incentive-based program or a bonus program, you tend to get better results. You, you pay your people better, usually, if they're performing well. And it ends up improving the bottom line and getting you through some tough periods. You know, what is, how do you define a tough period? Let's talk about that for a minute because a lot of, lot of chit-chat right now using the R word, the recession mm -hmm. word. And so, you know, some people think that during a recession, tighten everything up, you know, constrict everything. But boy, that is just not the way to motivate people, is it? No, I don't, I, you know, and it's a tough call. Every industry is different. But, you know, a lot of times what the problem ends up being is a cash flow issue and, and just trying to manage your cash well enough to make sure you get through until the economy kind of perks up again. And sometimes that's uh, six months and sometimes it's uh, 24 or 36 months or, uh, or whatever. And, and you just don't know what it's going to be. So you just have to make sure that you're spending your money in the right way. A lot of people look at laying off folks. Um, and although that sometimes is is maybe the only solution, a lot of times uh, it is a matter of just tightening your belt and figuring out ways to compensate people better and promote the activities that add to your bottom line, keeping everybody on the same page. I love that because that's the model that you created, which is the Gets More model. Absolutely. I love that acronym. And, you know, for those of you that missed the first show, we're going to be talking about the Gets, gets More, what it means. And, you know, it is a brilliant way to talk about a process that Gary has developed. The other aspect of this is Gary's also going to work with the Dr. Pat show. And we are actually going to implement as we move forward, we're going to implement some of the things we talk about on the show. So let's do a, let's tell folks a little bit about gets more because that's right. for everybody. Everybody gets more. Everybody gets more. If if you do a bonus program correctly and design it right, you can structure it so that the three parties involved, the employees, the company and the the customers all gets more. Get more. Well, I guess I'm going to get my English right, but uh, <laughs> when we do it right, everybody gets more. So what we did is we, we designed a, an acronym that starts with those eight letters and the phrase gets more. And uh, 
it identifies the eight essential elements of a good bonus program. And we'll just zip through them real fast so you know, because we're going to talk about the first one today. Uh, the first one is gradiated. It needs to be multiple levels of bonuses, not just one target. Second one is equitable. It needs to be fair across the board between all the different departments because you're going to design different bonus structures for different sets of people. It needs to be timely. You have to do it often enough and in the right frequency so that people will uh, pay attention to it and stay focused on it. It needs to be simple. They've got to be able to understand it. It's got to be easy to compute and, and easy to understand and explain to new hires. Meaningful. It needs to actually be a dollar amount that is enough so that somebody actually cares, and there's a right percentage for that. It needs to be objective, not subjective. It has to be based on specific numbers or stats or figures that you can verify. It needs to be reinforced. You need to keep telling people about it, reminding them how they're doing. So if you've got a, a one-month bonus period, you need to give them updates periodically every week or so. And it needs to be easy. You need to set the bottom levels of the bonus in such a way that people will most likely make that level at least and probably the next one so that they're intrigued by how far they're going to go up on the bonus levels, not whether or not they're actually going to get a bonus or not. And if you do those eight essential elements and include them properly in your bonus program, then everybody gets more. So, you know, when we're looking at this, what do you think are some of the, the, the most important aspects that someone that's implementing this knows about the gets more model? Because, it, you know, I can imagine, because I know that you've sent me some homework to do and I've been looking at it. And so each element has its own set of conversations. That's why we're doing it this way. And so have you ever had people that say, uh, you know, I like the G, but I don't like the T, Gary. <laughs> can you change it? Well, I, I'm not sure. They, it's not that they haven't liked it, but they have disagreed <laughs> with me <laughs> about a few of those things. Um, you know, I think what it really comes down to, the toughest part and the, the part that really makes sense here is that you have to remember that the goal is to, to reward the behavior that helps everybody, the customers, the company, and the employee. And so the biggest key here is, is not so much necessarily keeping up with the eight essential elements, but making sure that they're all pointed towards the right activities. So you have to look at each individual job. And as we talked about with your people, we're, we're looking at each, you know, dividing all of the people up into a specific group, then deciding whether we're going to give bonuses based on individual performance or a group performance. But then the key here is you need to identify what activity is it that they do that will either save you some money or increase your revenues. Mm -hmm. And and you, so you can design a great bonus program that rewards the wrong things. But you definitely have to reward the right things in order for it to affect your bottom line. And you, you can't really do that without sitting down with someone like Gary and going through and having these conversations and being willing to take a look at, at it all. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Gary Bros is my very special guest today. Small Biz Sherpa joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to talk about, for me personally, one of the more difficult aspects of this and that's what we're talking about gradiate what does that mean how do you know how much how little why not one size fits all boy it certainly makes sense from an entrepreneur's point of view but does it really make sense stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by oh, 
having a great memory and keeping it is on the minds of millions of people, including me. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I've just discovered a real breakthrough in the field of memory improvement, the online school of phenomenal memory. I was amazed to know that there is a 100% success rate to get real phenomenal memory and memorize entire books, guaranteed, or your money back. Go to pmemory.net, download the free ebook, and register now to receive $75 off this online course. Don't forget, pmemory.net. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever, and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwig uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. Reprogram your mind to be thin and your body to be free. Are you tired of being overweight? Do you feel like a failure because you can't lose weight? Join Alfonso DeRose, performance coach and master NLP trainer in Seattle on May 31st. Alfonso teaches a revolutionary new method that will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Go to TakeYourRisk.com for two free tickets, a value of $698. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show a very special guest today gary bros we're doing a series on excellence really and what does it mean to look at the world of compensation and how do we reward excellence gary's joining us here today we're talking about gets more and it is a process that gary has developed to help each of us understand what works and what doesn't work and at the end of today's show i just want to i just want to let everyone know you're not going to have
have to wait till the end of the series. We're going to be talking about one of the most powerful bonus campaigns on the planet. So stay tuned for that towards the end of today's show. But there is this kind of interesting word that starts off the gets more model. And it is G for gradiate. So, Gary, that's a very interesting word. Yeah, it is, and, it, and it's interesting because it really says exactly what I wanted to say. Unfortunately, I just found out a little while ago it's really not even actually a word. It's not in a dictionary, but I think when you say it, everybody knows what oh, it Oh, man. Means. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So well, let's hear the Gary Bros definition, though. Yeah, let's well, hear it. Gradiated means tiered, <laughs> oh. uh, multiple levels. Um, you know, a real standard commonplace mistake of most uh, business owners or managers is to construct a bonus program that has one goal. If we make this, everybody gets some big dollar amount. And it turns out that that's just a, a huge number one mistake. And, and it's much better to set a series of, of minor goals leading up to the big one so that people have a way to work their way up towards the top success. So when we're looking at those distinctions, right, those tiers, I mean, it would seem like it's almost a crapshoot. And I guess that's probably my experience with being on both ends of, of bonus programs. You know, there's the bonus program that we talked about last time where, you know, at the end of the year, everybody gets a bonus and you don't really understand why you got what you got and, uh, and what that means. Right. And so let's talk about, you know, I would love to hear a couple of examples okay. of, from you of what something like that looks like. For example, what does a program look like that doesn't really address the grady, you know, the gradation okay. issue? Uh, and what what does one look like that, you know, absolutely uh, talks positively about it and you wouldn't get a Dilbert cartoon on? All right. Okay. Well, it's easy. I just reach into my bag of mistakes that I've made and pull one out. Um, at one point, uh, one of the things we do is we've, we run a call center. We take phone calls and orders for people for deliveries. And uh, uh, we have multiple people in the, phone, in the call center. And one of the things we do is we have a computer system that tracks the percentage of phone calls that get answered within X number of seconds. And we've identified what we think is the magic number where it's too long and it would irritate a customer. And so we try to staff up and gear ourselves accordingly. So we designed this, designed this uh, bonus program, a team bonus, that is based was based on answering 96% of all the calls before X seconds. And, you know, it seemed very logical. I looked at all the stats. I saw we'd broken 96% on multiple occasions on other days. Um, I did my research. I figured that's a very good goal. We'll set it that way. So we set it up. And we said, okay, we're going to run all month long. We're going to track our percentages. And if we make 96%, everybody gets 250 bucks. So, okay, that seemed really good. We started out okay. Then we had a couple of bad days down the 80, 85, 88% range. Okay. Uh -huh. Right. The next thing you know, we're at about 91%, and we're seven or eight days into the month. Well, it doesn't take a math genius to look at it and go, uh-oh. That means we got to run about 99.5% every day for the rest of the month in order to even come close. It, it, it's it was deadly, and and by the time the middle of the month rolled around, we had to do more than a hundred percent in order to make the the goal. So everybody just gave up. If you only set one level of goal, unless you are really 
right on target, you're in trouble. Mm. Um, either they're going to surpass it greatly, in which case they all kind of feel like, oh, we can mentally check out now. We can go on vacation. We've yeah. made that bonus already. <laughs> right. Or they're going to get so far behind that mathematically they can't catch up. Yeah, this and is it's mostly like true with percentages. The, and it's going to be like, what's the point? Why even try? Right, right. Wow. Mm. So, so the thing to do is, uh, and now let's talk about how to do it right, right? You, you set up multiple levels of success. So, you know, I, I use a, a generic example of suppose you're selling widgets and you're wanting to reward the people that are selling a number of widgets each, each month. And maybe the average person sells 120 widgets, and that's pretty routine. Well, then you set up the, the, the targets so that there would be like five different levels of success. So maybe if they sell 100 widgets, they get 50 bucks. And then if they sell 125, they get, get you know, $100 or 120 bucks, right? And you slowly work your way up. And you set it in such a way so that people are more likely to be able to make that first or second goal level. And the third, fourth, or fifth levels are much more challenging. And the fifth is the highest. And you... And, and you really can't miss too much that way. Now you've created a circumstance where virtually everyone's going to make the goal. Now the question is just how much are they going to get? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, so there's always this, and Benny and I were joking about it, there's always this element of surprise as well as motivation. You know, there's always this place where people can tap into to, to, to really reach for the next level, so to speak, because that's what we're really talking about. Right, right. And as soon as they hit one level, then, then they're starting to look at, well, how much more do I have to do in order yeah. to get to the next one? Right. And, and so it keeps them interested. It keeps them in the game. It includes virtually everyone that way. You don't have to be um, a genius to pick the exact right target. You just have to be kind of close and in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. um, and then you set the fifth goal way high. Mm -hmm. right? So now they're really trying to achieve something. And you tie a very high dollar amount to that. So if they break the all-time record for widget sales, which was set by Joe, who invented the phrase, would you like widgets with that? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, then, then it's a you know it's a much bigger win for everybody, and of course the company wins too because they love selling widgets. Mm -hmm. So you know what what is it that you've gotten in terms of feedback from you know we've, we're talking about the many different things that you've tried. How do you bait? How do you how do you really get the feedback to know that it's working or not working? Yogi Berra said yeah. you can. You can observe a lot just by watching. And, and <laughs> so that's what I do. Uh, management by walking around. Um, when they're not interested anymore, it, it's obvious. When, they're, when they've mentally checked out, it doesn't take a, a business genius to see that in people. Um, I certainly, I talk to the employees and I get feedback from them. And a lot of times they'll just come into me and say, Gary, this isn't working. Um, that's, a, that's my first clue, usually. Um, but, it, but it's not hard to see. And, and you see the results. Mm -hmm. So then you know, you know, okay, oh, if you set it up in such a way and almost everybody only made the first goal, well, then you probably set the tears wrong. You know, lighten up. I want to ask you about this because, I, you know, I've had, I've, I've had a little experience with this as well. But there's a question that came up as I was, you know, preparing for the show today. And the question was, do you post sort of 
the results, who's doing what, how close. I mean, is there a line that you draw to say, oh, it's just between the person and management? I mean, it, or, or do you actually put something visible to say, all right, Benny is in the lead, but, you know, Renee is right there behind him. I mean, how does that work? Yeah, it, it's, it's a great question. It's a tough one, too. It, it depends on the situation, right? If there is a team goal, then you post it because everybody's sharing in the team goal, right? And then it's not, there's, there's no great comparison individually. If it's an individual bonus program, then, it, then it's the management call. And you got to think about whether you're really helping or you're hurting. Mm. Um, at the very least, when you're talking about reinforcing things, you can always do a printout that you hand out individually to each person and say, this is where you are right now, and this is where the goals are, and this is how much you've made, and this is how much you could make, blah, blah, blah. And you show it to them. And if they want to show their friends, great. But you let them have that option. But it, it's... it. It's a case-by-case situation, and sometimes it's great for for motivation to put it all out there. Well, and, you know, we're going to work with the folks that support the Dr. Pat Show, and I was going to ask them i mean if you if we ask everyone and we get a general consensus that says yes we we'd love to have that um there's actually you know there could be a downside to doing that but is it better if you get the buy-in up front oh oh, yes yeah and uh, and if you've got a lot of people that you can tie in begin with and say you know what's your feelings on this is it okay if we distribute it and everybody sees what each other's doing and and you get some hesitancy in there you're gonna know no it's not such a great idea but if everybody's for it then uh you know it if they're looking at it as a bit of a game, which is a way, it, in a way it is, it's kind of fun. You're keeping score, and yeah, like sometimes the score is with money. But uh, if they have a good attitude about it, then a lot of times they can handle that. Well, this is really such an important conversation because, Gary, there are so many bizarre things that happen. I was part of a compensation plan. You're going to die when you hear this. <laughs> I was part of a compensation plan to go back in my career where we, we had like a goal. We had individual goals that we wanted to achieve, but it was pretty much the same for everyone. We had a mark that we had to to reach. Um, And it was based on a percent of the profit that was generated from the organization. And so we're all reaching these goals and which determines the profit. Then there came a quarter where the profits were not reached and actually there was a negative net result and the management what they did was i know you know what i'm going to say you know what i'm going to say i'll tell you what they did it was like it was absolutely incredible I, i think of cell phone minutes when i think about this what they said was that you didn't meet even the baseline and so next month given that you exceed next month's goal, we're going to first take out the credit that you didn't make in this quarter. And and I got to tell you, what's up with that? But I mean, those are the things that happen. And honestly, they happen in small businesses more than they happen in large corporations because large corporations have, you know, sort of the watchdogs that make sure you don't do anything as ridiculous as that. But that is sometimes a logic, isn't it? Yeah. And and I think people forget what they're really doing. I mean, they're trying to create an incentive program. They're disincentivizing people when they do that. And and. You know, then then they're thinking about the economics and the dollars and cents and saying, well, I got to make that up. Well, you know, sometimes there's just a bad quarter Um, and you got to move on. 
Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about when we come back from break, and this is a burning question and issue for many people. Uh, Gary Bros is my guest here today. We have kicked off an incredible series around excellence and how to reward it. And we're going through the process of looking at, you know, the gets more model that he's created. Gradiate is the for the G. When we come back from break and later on in the show, you're going to hear about the most powerful bonus program on the planet. When we come back from break, Gary is going to address the question that is this. How do we reward executives? Uh, do we reward executives or management in the same way that we reward the frontline people? Or is there something a little different we do? Does Wherever they go, Benny goes. That's what I think they should be rewarded yeah. with. Yeah. Does, and does gradiate <laughs> mean golden parachute? We'll mm. be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Gary Bros, my guest today. Stay tuned. <laughs> People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debtfree mca.com a smooth journey a creamy encounter a spoonful of greek god's greek yogurt and pavotois crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity greek god's greek yogurt so natural creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures including probiotics greek god's pavotois crema a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you find in greece Find your own Greek Gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek Gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com and experience the myth. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Fairblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant reality, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious. Enjoy it. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of axing those. From a place of special energy. The Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. 
Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear, Face Everything and Rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Come on, honey, wake up. You said he's going to get a job today. Uh, come on, we got bills to pay. I'm tired of this. No, you, you're taking this too far. Come on, get up. Rick will give me some money. Chill out. I'll go to, I'll go to more. Yes, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm thrilled to have Gary Bros joining us here today. We're talking about Gets More and who doesn't want to do that. Uh, Gary's got 28 plus years in owning his own businesses. He has employed a series of unique compensation structures for all of his employees. And, you know, we get to benefit from his journey and from uh, him creating over 200 different bro- bonus plans and so when you're successful in business as he is uh and uh running the u.s dispatch corp uh and much more you get to have a conversation such as the one we're having today so that each of us can benefit from what to do and what not to do the website if you want to find out more about gary is smallbizsherpa.com that's small b-i-z sherpa S-H-E-R-P-A dot com or go to the Dr. Pat Show website, click on Gary's name and it'll take you to what he is up to. You know, so Gary, I mean, this whole conversation about, you know, gradiate and what it means. And I shared a little bit uh, about this insane department that created this this process where we're going to kind of give it to you if you get it and then if you don't make the quarterly quota then we're going to take it away from you in the next quarter uh and by the way they posted both the top performer and the bottom performer so you can only imagine how crazy this could get yeah, it's like the trifecta of everything not to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so glad I had that experience, by the way. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, so let's look at when we talk about gradiate. I mean, what kind of things, what kind of outcomes do we want to have? I mean, in the best situation, we, we want to have some things happen. In the example I gave you, infighting developed. Uh, there were emails that went to some of the people on the bottom. There was extra monitoring by their coworkers. I mean, we went on and on about this. Uh, but there are truly some outcomes we want to focus on that having a, a, a gradation in place actually actually helps. Right. And, and, you know, management just has to keep the correct focus in line. The goal is to incentivize people and to to keep a good positive atmosphere at work and improve your bottom line still, right? Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that doesn't work, like in the example you're talking about. Well, that's the way it goes sometimes. Management just has to suck it up and 
continue on with their philosophy of trying to create a positive workplace. So, like you were talking about uh, listing the performers, and so if you have 10 employees in the uh, in the department, and numbers uh, uh, 8, 9, and 10 would be embarrassed by their performance versus the top players, that's not a good thing to be distributing. Um, so what you want to do is just distribute the top three or five and give it out as recognition of who's finishing in the highest level. Um, and that way it doesn't point the finger at anybody who's just not quite making it yet. Well, you know, the, the finger-pointing thing is, uh, is a question I have for you about this. Because even when we have different tiers, you know, there's this question of, uh, and, and I don't know if it's a question. I want to ask you about it. You know, when we look at the different tiers, there's a question of outcomes that we talk about in terms of hard results. But then there's this other soft stuff that says, how much recognition, public recognition do you give? around all of this and you know is there sort of a guideline does too much recognition of benny so to speak uh present uh joey to have you know strange feelings or doesn't that matter yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure i know how to draw a rule for this you know use your common sense you know and you don't want to don't want to make a bigger deal out of it than this in my businesses we're doing bonus programs each month and and so it's more like, okay, well, this month so-and-so did real well, and let's see what happens next month. And it's, and it's not like, wow, okay, now we're going to have a ceremony and crown him or anything. Um, we, we keep it pretty light and easy, and, and, and you do these bonuses frequently enough, and we'll talk that, about that when we get to the T as timely in Gets More, um, so that it isn't a super big deal for everyone every single time. So, so when we look at the outcomes, then you know, and, and I can't wait to hear more about this. I'm, I'm trying not to jump ahead. You know, when we when we look at the outcomes, uh, and when we're thinking about some of the details of this, you know, how do you select those gradiated goals? Um, we can put them in a hat and I, pull them out. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, first of all, you look at your stats. Like uh, back in the example of selling widgets. If you see what the average is, that helps you figure out. If you go with five tiers, that kind of helps you figure out what the middle ones are going to be near. Um, you look at what the all-time record was, and if the most widgets ever sold was uh, 205, that tells you your fifth target needs to be right up there. Maybe you set the fifth target then at 210 widgets. Now, now anybody making that one sets a company record, it's way up there. Okay? You set your lowest one at a number that is right around where virtually everybody is probably going to make it. Now, you tie a very small bonus to that, but if, if everybody virtually does 80, maybe you set the goal at 85. And now you've got your extremes. Now you've got your highest one and your lowest one. Now you just fill in the three middle ones, the second, third, and fourth, in between there and tie the appropriate dollar amount to them. So, I mean, this really does require us to take a look at what's going on. Oh, you bet. You yeah. mean, you have to know we have your to business. Take a look at what's going on in the yeah. business, right? Uh, and, and really look at what's possible. Do you find, Gary, and the folks that you work with to do this, uh, you know, how, how reluctant are they to really take a look and be honest with this? You know, most of the small business managers I'm dealing with are really open-minded about it. They have a really straightforward uh, thought process that, you know, I just want to do what's best. I want to I make the most money I can make, and I want my employees to be happy. And so they're, they're usually going in with very good intentions, and, and I did too when I did it. It's just that it's hard when there's no blueprint, and, 
and you end up just it is a crapshoot. You just take take your best shot at it. Um, it's easier when somebody is kind of guiding you along the way and showing you what things to do and what not to do. Um, but most most small business owners have a very good attitude about it and uh, and understand what they're really trying to achieve. And uh, you asked about management. Yeah, Ooh. I did. I say hang them all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, that's me. Uh, never mind. Um, you know, in structuring the management bonuses, it, the best way to do it, I think, is to make sure that a portion, at least a good-sized portion of the management bonus, is tied directly to the performance of their employees and their department and their bonus program. So if, if their bonus is based on selling widgets, well, then to some degree, the manager's bonus should be based on selling widgets, too. Otherwise, you get people at counter, uh, uh, counter motivations working against each other and you want certainly the manager supporting these people and helping them because that helps him too all right i want to ask you about this and i know we're going to go to break in a minute but let, let's just break this down for a minute okay let's take a look at sales people mm -hmm. because i think salespeople in my mind uh you know having been a salesperson uh, a part of my career and working with salespeople, you know they have an incredible job significance importance in the organization uh, especially organizations whose revenue stream is primarily based on their performance right right uh, and uh, in, and I wanted to to ask you about this what I hear you saying is that if you're managing a team of salespeople as a manager and we just had the manager of KKNW in here Eric by the way um, and you're managing a, a, a team of salespeople so what I hear you saying is that if there are tiered goals uh, associated, let's say, with commission or revenue, then that manager should have some part of either his salary or compensation based on that uh, a percentage of how good the team does. Is that correct? Uh, ideally, you bet. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. and, and that keeps them on the same page. Now they're not conflicting at all with what the employees are doing. Um, it. it it just, you know, I've done other things, and sometimes, and a lot of times with managers, you have to have other components of their bonus program, and maybe it's more geared towards bottom line profit numbers for their department. Okay. But, but you know, if you've done this right, the goal that you set for the employees is all tied into that ultimately, too. So, obviously, more sales would indicate that, uh, you know, it's more likely you're going to have better line, bottom line profit. Well, you know, this is part of a bigger conversation that we're having. I can't wait to see how this totally unfolds. Uh, it is about motivation. It is about uh, looking at how to reward people for the work that they do. And uh, having spent years as uh, sort of the implementer of major performance management systems in a Fortune, you know, Fortune 50 company, I will tell you that it is one of the most controversial uh, areas of human resources and by the way in my opinion the least that we do well gary bros joining me here today we'll take a short break when we come back remember we're going to be talking about the most powerful bonus campaign program on the planet stay tuned we'll be right back Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid. 
relaxing on an aisle cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Are you suffering from chronic pain and fatigue? Are you tired of taking medications? There are solutions that are completely natural and effective. The key is to identify the root of the problem and allow your body, mind, and spirit to do the healing. At Holistique Medical Center, Dr. Darvish and her staff do just that. Treat you as an individual. Find the root cause of your symptoms and stimulate your innate healing. Call Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or visit drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available complements of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. This station is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. song 
because this is part of what it's about. We all work hard for our money, and sometimes we love what we do. The question is, do we understand and know the motivation, especially around money? And, you know, our bonus program's all about money. We'll talk about that as well. But today, you know, we're looking at that aspect of work, which rewards you financially. And Gary Bros is joining me here today. He is, as I said before, he's been on the show. His website is smallbizsherpa.com, smallbizsherpa.com. And we're talking about the Gets More model. And what this means is, as we move through this, you will also hear how this unfolds for the Dr. Pat Show team, uh, as well as many of you out there that have questions and comments and, and take a look at this. You know, Gary, you know, we're talking about the G and Gets More, which is Gradiate. And, you know, the question I have as we wrap up this segment and we get ready to share the most popular bonus program on the planet um, is, it, are, there, are there things that you would walk away from? Meaning, if management says, Gary, I love you, I know you've got a great plan, but I want to do A, B, C, D. And you say, absolutely not. What are the top three don'ts of implementing a bonus program like this? Well, as it relates to Gradiate. Yeah, as it relates to Gradiate. There are three things that could happen that would make me say, well, I'm not going to endorse this or get behind it. And, and they're, they're fairly obvious. The first one is anybody who wants to just set one goal and one goal only and say that's the most important goal and that's all we're going to have when we have this one target goal, that's a deal breaker. That is not going to work. I can just tell them already it won't work. The, the second one is the opposite of that, sending too many. You can... You, you can go to extremes where you set 10 or 12 targets or tiers, and, and the, the whole thing, believe me, loses its appeal. Uh, it, it, it gets too complicated. People forget where, le- what level they're at. It has to be pretty clear for them, and ultimately I've found that you know, three to five is the best, and, and almost everything I do now has five tiers on it, and that seems to be the right level. Mm-hmm. The third deadly sin here in this category is being... Um, pliable. When you set a goal and say one of the one of the goal levels is ninety four percent of of accuracy and whatever bonus program you're doing, and somebody comes back and says, "Well, I did ninety three point nine. Isn't that good enough? Couldn't you just make an exception this time and give me the goal?" Oh, that's so tough. The answer is no. You have to stick with the numbers. You live or die by the numbers. It is what it is. And as long as you've designed it right, then and you tell everybody that up front, then that's the way it is. That reminds me of the, 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 the Mary Kay pink Cadillac thing. It was a friend of mine that, I think it's Mary Kay, I hope I'm not screwing this up, uh, you know, where she was at that point that you talked about. It was like a hair, Gary. I mean, it was like, it was such a ridiculous, like, Oh, my gosh. It makes me crazy. It was like dollars. Yeah. It wasn't like $1,000. It was like dollars. And it's really clear. That's the bottom line. If you want the pink Cadillac, this is what this is the goal. This is it. It's not 99.9% of that goal. Is that hard for managers or it, is it, it harder is hard, for employees? But it's, it's a little easier if you tell everybody up front that's the way it's going to be. And I, I'm 
and honestly, that's fair. I mean, this is part of the conversation. And we're going to talk about equitable treatment and fairness as we move forward. But, you know, here we are talking about the first of gets more, you know, gradiate as as it, you know, as we look at it. And, you know, as we sort of wind down here uh, and get to this place where, uh, you know, it may seem confusing what can we say about what you've learned in all your experience and and how important this is i'll tell you the the one thing i wanted to talk about today was the most powerful bonus program ever and we've talked a lot about details and technicalities here and and we'll talk about more of those but the most powerful bonus program is a little different and and in order for me to explain it to you i've got to tell a little story so I got to tell you that when I when I was growing up as a kid, one of the things we did is we'd go to my grandparents' house and a big house up in Bellingham, north of Seattle, and big lot. We'd go there, stay the weekend, have a good time. I thought it was great. So on one of these trips, when I was 11 years old, 1963, and we're there, I couldn't sleep at night. I'm walking around the house at night, and I wander into the kitchen. Lights are all off, and my grandma is sitting there at the kitchen nook table. And she's got a cup of coffee and a trace of a smile on her lips. And like the clueless kid I was, I barged into her private moment and said, Grandma, what's so funny? She says, Gary, nothing's funny. I'm just having a memory. I was remembering something that happened a long time ago. I asked what it was, and she told me that uh, she used to work for Boeing during World War II, helping to put airplanes together. And she was on the line one day when she got a message to go in and talk to her boss in his office. Now, she was nervous and scared, she said. Uh, but she went there, and boss told her to sit down, and he looked right at her for the longest time. And then he said, and she said to me, and I'll never forget his words. He said, Viola, you're doing a great job, and I just wanted to thank you and tell you how much I appreciate it. You're conscientious. You tried to get the work done the right time, the first time the right way. You help your fellow employees. You care about your work. I wish I had a thousand of you. And that was it. And she went back to the line, and her co-workers asked her what happened. And she said, well, my boss told me that I was doing a good job. And with that, her face just erupted into this huge smile, and she just lit up the room. And I'm 11 years old, and I'm thinking to myself, hey, this is special. This is powerful. This is something meaningful here. It took me 30 years to figure out what it really meant and to understand the significance of it. So it kind of debunks the theory that I'm a fast learner, I guess. But, uh, but, it, but I finally got it. She was sitting there in the dark by herself replaying a moment that happened 20 years earlier. Her boss didn't offer her more pay or a bonus. He just gave her his heart. He gave her a singular moment of truth between the two of them. And she felt that. You can do that, too, as a business owner or a manager. You can pick a worthy opponent today, five minutes after this show is over, a worthy employee. And bring them into your office and tell them how you feel. And tell them you appreciate it and speak from the heart. Don't confuse this with a slap on the back when you're walking down the hall and saying, hey, Bob, good job. That's not what this is. You know, I think one of the things I've noticed is, is I think about, you know, if I ran into an employee on the street and I said, hey, Bob, how you doing? Good to see you again. Remember that bonus I gave you in May of 1988? Well, Bob's going to look at me like I'm nuts. He barely remembers working for me, much less a bonus in 88. Money is fleeting. Heartfelt moments are forever. 
Sometimes we need to measure our success in different ways. Maybe sometimes we need to measure our success not by bottom line profits or return on investment or improvement in your debt to equity ratio. Sometimes we measure success by the hearts that we touch, the paths we cross, and the number of soft, silent smiles in the dark you spawn 20 years from now. Because I think perhaps they are the only true measurement, and only they endure. My name is Gary Bros. I'm the Small Biz Sherpa, and this is America. We chase dreams here. Wow. Gary, thank you for... Uh, again, uh, an incredible and powerful message. And I am so thrilled that we are having these conversations. Much more to come, everyone. Gary Bros, uh, go to his website. Check it out, smallbizsherpa.com, smallbizsherpa.com. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Gary. It's been fun as always. For more information, if you've missed any part of this conversation, you'll be able to find it in the archive on the Dr. Pat Show website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Show.com, T-H-E-D-R, PatShow.com. It'll be up in a hot second. I'm sure Benny is all over it. Thank you, Gary, so much for joining us today. You bet. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back with Matt James joining us on the Dr. Pat Show today. Uh, Huna, finding love and creating a meaningful relationship. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 